Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the 90s mixtapes. I am your host, Pat, joined by today, my lovely co-host looks like she's in a blossom romper. <laughs> Jen, how you doing, Jen? I'm good. I'm in the most comfortable piece of clothing ever made. So we are back on, really? Rompers are really that comfortable? You see how big this thing is? It's like, it's like the MC Hammer pants of rompers. Yeah, but like, it's, so like I can understand the idea of overalls because like I get like, you know, you can kind of like unclip it and put it on. Like it's not, I'm not there for that, but that's like, how do you, how do you get out of that? Yeah. I mean like that's a lot for a dude. Like what, what am I wearing? A singlet? Am I going to be it, a wrestler? It's less annoying than, um. Than clips? It's so stretchy and big. I think it's like one size fits all. So it's like super roomy. The crotch is like down to my knees and I'm not especially like short. I'm an average size woman. So like, it's not like, and like, I I was thinking about this before. I was like, how would like five foot tall girls do in this one size fits all romper? Because seriously, like the crotch is so, it just, it, it feels like I'm wearing, um, at, like really comfy shoes. I think they just buy a small romper or a kid's romper. They probably buy like a kid's romper. Well, this isn't like a normal romper. This is like a super big, like roomy, like 90s style ridiculous okay. thing. So I'm here with Blossom in the romper, in the romper room. <laughs> we. <laughs> Do you know I was on romper room? I know. Everybody knows you were on the crab walk episode, the infamous crab walk episode, Jen. We are here today to discuss television, which is exciting. Um, but the problem that we find ourselves in is this is a pretty mild month for TV. Well, you could say that. You could also say that we did, um, normally my TV research, like I kind of like dig pretty deep. Um, this one, I just kind of browse Wikipedia. Well, (laughs) I mean, I I looked at Wikipedia some too, but the thing about it is that like some months, like, especially in the fall, you got a bunch of new shows that are coming in that we want to talk about. And we're just about to get into a bunch of really big shows that are going to be leaving. You know, so like in the month of May, <clears throat> we're going to be getting into, well, I mean, a summer show is is uh, going to be ending when, uh, you know, Beverly Hills 90210 is going to graduate. You're going to get the fourth season finale of Seinfeld. You're going to get Saved by the Bell the college years. You're going to get a whole bunch of stuff. Um, you're also going to get the end of um, Cheers, I believe. Mm-hmm. Cheers. And the end of the say, the main Save by the Bell. The Wonder Years. You're, so, like, you have a bunch of stuff that's all going to kind of come to an end in May into June. So there is, like, things that are happening. We're just right there in that, like, sweet spot. So in April. Designing women. You're going to get, I think it's actually, like, uh, I think we went over this last year. I think it's, like, Sweeps Week or something where they're, like, sending out all the fucking getting ready for all the final episodes and doing all those mm-hmm. things. But this year. This April, we actually had WrestleMania 9 take place, which, spoiler alert, we also talk about that on our other podcast, Shoots and Ladders. We just dropped that one, actually, today when we're recording this, Uh, but WrestleMania 9 was an event that happened for those 90s babies that remember um, Yokozuna, the evil man from Japan, beat everybody's favorite Bret Hart, taking his title, but then Hulk Hogan came in and saved the day. Yeah. I mean, is that the best way to describe that event? That is the best way to describe that event. Yeah. I think it's also, like, the nicest way to describe it. It was very uh, unopinionated. <laughs> right? I kept that very, like, right on the nose. Right like, on the this nose. is exactly what happened. Yeah. And it's, like, the first um, WrestleMania that was filmed outdoors. 
which is a fun fact. Pretty fun April. things. I didn't really see too many shows that were leaving in April, right? Major Dad. Left in April? Major, okay, yeah. So the list I have is Major Dad, Reasonable Doubts. Those are the two that I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Raven, not... That's so Raven. That's so Raven. Raven is a different thing. Homefront, the Jackie Thomas show. Okay. So that's what we got leaving. And we have starting um, Good Advice. I don't. Do you know what that is? No. Me neither. ECW Hardcore TV. Right. A League of Their Own, the TV series. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Because it's not. I think it's a thing now, isn't They're it? They're doing it now, I think, yeah. Yeah, well, I, it, again. I guess it didn't do too well. No. Uh, Dudley. Yeah. I yeah, mean, so a bunch of stuff that uh, I don't know anything so about. So two wrestling hits. <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania Ooh. and ECW Hardcore TV. What? Yeah, at least their own didn't do too good. No, I think there were six. Total episodes? There's six, but one was unaired. Yeah, well, that does happen sometimes. There's not even, if I click on it on Wikipedia, there's not even any, like, art. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, League of Their Own is a thing that we know about. But the big thing, and what we're going to do, is a little bit of our late night check-in. So we had done that last year. We talked about late night shows. We talked about Letterman leaving. We talked about Leno getting the Tonight Show spot. We talked about the end of Johnny Carson. We watched all that last year. This year, in a little late night check-in, Lorne Michaels helped to put our boy Conan O'Brien over. He's going to be the guy on a 1230. So were you a big Conan fan, Jen? No, but I was like a moderate Conan fan. Like, I liked him. Did you? I I, didn't religiously watch. It's funny because we just did the Beavis and Butthead episode. Mm -hmm. And I showed you one of my favorite ones where they pretend to be David Letterman. Mm -hmm. Did you watch a lot of late night TV? A lot of late night talk shows when you were a kid? I watched it sometimes. Like, I wasn't religious about it. I probably watched David Letterman the most. Um... Yeah. I have been to a taping of Conan. At least one. I feel like I went to two tapings of something. I've also been to tapings of the People's Court, which I'm very <laughs> proud of that. And I'm proud to know how the inner workings of the People's Court work. I saw Judge uh, Ed, Ed Koch when he did it. Did you do that in high school? Because I feel yes. like our high school had that if you took like certain classes. I did it twice in high school. There was, like, public justice classes, and I think I took mm-hmm. it, like, in 11th and 12th grade and went both times because I'm like, this is fucking cool. Did you... This is a totally off subject. Did you go to the jail? We went to No, I did not jail. do the jail thing. No, no, no. I didn't do, like, the... Did, did people in your school do it? Let me take that back. When I was young, young, I think I went to the jail thing. Maybe, like, 6th grade. Ooh, but, like, ooh. it was a school thing. It was a school thing. Weird. Went, well, I feel like we went to, like, the, the town police department, like, the Suffolk headquarters. They just, like... No, it's not as weird as you think. Because it's, like, where we live now, I just saw it on the news. They just did a thing, like, oh, um, it's a job fair for, like, second graders or fourth graders. And they brought them to a bunch of jobs that have to do with using vehicles. So, like, like fire trucks are there and, like, dump trucks are there and, like... What the fuck else was there? I think like like an electric, like a bucket truck. So it's like showing you like, oh, you could do like a job outside. Like to kind of try to be like a recruitment type thing. Like, oh, it's cool to be a lineman. It's cool to be a fireman. It's cool to be 
you know, a truck driver, like that sort of thing and showing you like the, oh, so the, like the it's, toys. It's cool to be a cop type Exactly. Thing. So it's like, come here, let us show you. Like, Cause remember a lot of, a lot of kids, it's funny now you're talking about it, but like a lot of kids got fingerprinted. That was like when we, at first time I got fingerprinted, like I went there and I got fingerprinted. I, I did I got for licensing for work later on in my life, but you know, for that you got fingerprinted. So like, I feel like that was like sixth grade, seventh grade, something like that it was like a class trip to like the, the police. You know, no, the, that's the not the same. Police. Like we went to the. I didn't go to the jail. I went we to went the to jail, and then they like walked us through, and we saw like the dudes in their jail cells, and they were like all screaming at us, and like I don't know how good of an idea it is to have a bunch of like sixteen year old girls walking through like a jail cell. Like the things these grown men were yelling at us. But wild. Why, why it's did also you so go exploited. at sixteen? I don't understand. It was high school. If you took criminal justice, it was the field trip. Oh, okay. So I took a criminal justice class, and that was a field trip. Um, and then we didn't get to go to the women's part of the, the jail because there was, like, a fight. So, <laughs> But then they brought us to this big room, and they did, like, scared straight on us. Like, we were just kids taking criminal justice. We weren't, like... The bad kids. We that... weren't the, the quote-unquote bad kids. No, mm-hmm. we were just... We were <laughs> in, a, in an elective class. Like, they were, like, scared straighting us. We didn't do anything wrong. It was wild. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't go to Conan O'Brien back to the original train cause it, it left people's court. I didn't go to Conan O'Brien for <laughs> school. I went to Conan O'Brien for like on my own. Like I think I waited for tickets or something and got it and went. And I just really love Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien reminds me of, and always will, reminds me of the summers of my youth. Um, so he is announced as the new person to take over that 1230 spot that Letterman is now going up. So Letterman's going to be at 11.30 going against Leno, and he's going to take over the 12.30 spot that Letterman had. So the Conan O'Brien show was very, very silly, um, but in a good way. It was kind of like I felt like Letterman and Leno, I don't want to say polished, but they definitely were following a very specific style, and I feel like Conan O'Brien was always, he, he was like parodying that set style, kind of. Yeah. Because I feel like he just is so smart and witty with his jokes that, like, you had to like that humor. And the best guests and stuff all were into that humor, too. And since he was on later at night and it was kind of a new thing, like, you really, like, it's not like he had the A-list guests, at least in the beginning. So it's funny. We were just watching one now. Um, We were watching the uh, one of the clips of the first appearances of Triumph the Insult Dog. Mm-hmm. And he literally goes, oh, uh, we have really funny comedian uh, Jeffrey Ross is coming on. And I was just like, Jen, you know who that is? And you're like, not really. Like, the name didn't. And then you look and you're like, oh, okay, Jeff. This, it was just funny to hear. When you watch some of the old clips, like, I was also showing you my favorite skit that he did, which was when he would do in the year 2000. I always thought that was really funny because <laughs> the things were just so ludicrous. So I showed you, like, the Mr. T one. And it's the same kind of thing where they're like, oh, you know, next, you know, on next is whatever person that's, like, famous now, right? Or that then had a big career. It's just funny because they put those little bits, similar how, you know, the other shows would do it. But, like, you know, Letterman would have his, his you know, top ten list or top five list, whatever it was. Top ten, right? Top, top ten. Top ten reasons why, whatever. Yeah. And Leno would do his different thing. And then this was just more like, I felt like it was... Not childish, but but just more like National Lampoon-y type jokes. I would say it was definitely uh, geared towards the younger crowd. For it was sure. goofier, but it was smarter. Because like even was, when we listen to yeah. him now and you watch him now, like he's smarter. It, not not that Letterman and him weren't smart, yeah, I mean, but I think they were trying to appeal 
to a very large swath of the audience. Mm-hmm. Like I think Jay Leno is appeals to a very large group of people. Paints, you know, Jay Leno was like the big roller, you know, you get when you go to the paint store because you're going to paint. And I feel like, you know, maybe Letterman was a bigger brush, you know, and then I feel like Conan might have just been like a, you know, that small little detail brush where you're like, if you get it and you're here and you need it and you love it, you love it. And if you don't triumph triumph and all the other things he would have going on just don't really mean as much to you. you Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely watched it if I was up that late. Mm Mm-hmm. And there wasn't anything like I watched Nick at Night a lot just because it was like something that I was safe, quote unquote, safe, safe. to fall asleep to. Because the worst thing that happened to me is falling asleep to like, and then a horror trailer comes on, you know. <laughs> so I had a depending on how tired I was, um, yeah. And I mean the best part is like this is just the announcement that he's gonna get it. It's not even done yet. Like we haven't even started. Like yeah. it's not even the beginning of the show. It doesn't premiere till September, so we have more time oh, to wow. watch a little bit more. But it's just one of those things that we kind of found something that we just wanted to kind of talk about this month. I mean, in terms of the rest of the shows, and like I said, it was kind of kind of fairly slow. I'm looking looking forward to some other things that we're going to record and talk about. We're going to watch some documentaries for next month about Waco. Because that's a thing. But yeah. that's not that's going to be more on the Potpourri podcast, probably. Definitely, yeah. And we're going to have to do some stuff, like I said, on Cheers. And, you know, potentially a big episode on Save of That Bell, which is going to be pretty exciting, right? Um, That's June. Yeah, we're going to do the big Save of the Bell. Because we have five Fridays in June, so we have we have to fill up that last Friday with something. And mm-hmm. we're going to do our big Save of the Bell episode. Um, I've got plans for it. So, I mean, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. Oh, good. But in terms of if you had to make, if you had to pick one of the 90s late night talk show people. That's the only show you can take on a desert island. And you get to have three people be the guests. Oh my god. So you could choose David Letterman. Okay. Jay Leno. Conan O'Brien. I think didn't Carson Daly have like a show? Uh in the night but that might not have been the, that might have been the 2000s. It might have been the 2000s. So I'll give you one of those three. Who do you want? Letterman, Leno, Conan. I'd probably go with Conan. Okay, so Conan's going to put on a show for you. Or Letterman. Letterman. Thing is, I did like the top ten list. You know what? No, I'm going with Conan. I'm going with Conan. Okay, so you got Conan. And by the way, just a little side thing. Mm-hmm. Waco happened, the Waco siege happened in April. Mm-hmm. So we will be watching that those documentaries like tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I, I saw something about how they were putting stuff out for it in, um... what, in May. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe I'm wrong. So maybe we'll cut this. Anyway. Um, no, that's fine. I was reading something about... Uh, blah, blah, blah. I might have been wrong. What, uh... Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I have in April. Yeah. My fault. Um, oh, that's good. Okay, so you're going to have Conan O'Brien. You're going to bring Andy Richter? So you're going to have the, well, the two man? I feel like you have to. I feel like you have to, too. I feel like it's wonderful. Who would your top three guests in the year 1993 be to be on that show? 93. Three people. Two in a musical. Two in a musical? Yep. It's a late night check-in that we're going to do. You get two guests in a musical. I already know my show. So my show is also going to be Conan. Okay. My show, my musical act, is going to be Radiohead. 
because I just feel like we were listening to Creep and stuff, and I'm like, wow, it's really cool. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I'll get Radiohead in there. Okay. Put him in. Probably, you know what, because it's Conan, and I want to be entertained, I, I do want to, I'm out here, I want D.B. Sweeney to tell me all about Fire in the Sky, and making Fire in the Sky the movie. Oh, shit. So he's going to promote that movie. I gotta get a comedian now, so I gotta get somebody telling jokes. <sighs> hmm. You know what? Mike Myers. Oh. From okay. SNL. Okay. He just did Wayne's World coming off it. He's gonna promote it. That's my show. That's a good show. That's that's the show that I've created on my desert island. I got Mike Myers. I got DB Sweeney out here promoting Fire in the Sky. I got Conan O'Brien, Andy Richter. And Radiohead is my musical guest. What would you pick? Desert Island show. Okay, I'm gonna one pick night Nir- only. I'm gonna pick Nirvana, because '93 we still got Nirvana. That's fine. You can take right. them. I can't take Green Day because Dookie doesn't come out until '94, and they're not gonna be appearing on. Nobody's gonna shows. know who they are. Ex- ex- I mean, people know, but not not, not enough people. Not, for them, yeah. not enough to be on a late night. Yeah, show. so we're gonna go with Nirvana. Um, this is this is putting me on a spot. You know, I figured I might as well. Yeah, I mean, 1993. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think of what we were we've been talking I mean, about. I just feel like if I'm booking a show for you, mm-hmm. and if you want to book a show for me, you can do. But you probably want MPG. Yeah. Or the cast of Saved by the Bell to be like, can hey, we do we're the whole done. cast? You could do the whole cast as one guest. Done. You could do that. So done. you're gonna get the whole cast as one whole, guest whole to come cast. in and promote the end of the show. Yes, absolutely. I mean, listen, you could you could put in, if you wanted, you could have Larry David, you could have Seinfeld, you can have any of those people because their show's on. You can have, you could have Ted Danson because the end of Cheers, there's so many, Major Dad, you can have him on if you want, whoever you want. Like, it's your show that they're going to entertain you on your desert island. On oh, my desert island. Um, okay. This is like, can I have Bill Murray? Sure. Yeah. It's actually that. funny you said Bill Murray. Did you see, are you on like the Wikipedia page? Because he's the first guest on uh, Letterman. No, no I'm not. <laughs> he's the first guest on Letterman. That's really that's funny. That's why I didn't take him because I'm like, ah, that's kind of just like cheating. No, I'm not. I'm on. I'm Which on is the... fine because he just, we just saw Groundhog Day. I didn't see that. So that's totally fine. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And also like, yeah. Cool. That's my show. I mean... I think it's a pretty good show. I'm not going to lie. Jen, what else, what else you got for me on the TV episode? Oh. This is this is light, lightly researched, lightly watched, big time discussion. Big time. I gave you a fantasy booking in our late night space. You took a fantasy booking in our late night space. Yeah, I'm like sad now because I can't actually watch that show. That would be a good show. That would be a pretty good show. I mean, Bill Murray literally be, could be promoting Groundhog Day. Yeah. Because the movie might still be out. Right? It's early April, let's say. It might still be out. You got Nirvana. They have an album probably to promote. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they do or they don't. They're they're there for me. They're there playing yeah. one song. I forget what band was there when I went to see Conan O'Brien and play. Cause, but I think it was like a real band. But at the time, they weren't like a real band. Like, they were obviously a real band because they were playing. I mean, you could figure it out. You know that, uh, you know what who the guests were, right? I know it was Brian Pesane. Right. I mean, you know what 
years it could have been. So you know what? I'm gonna take a second here because we have. We, you can always go and edit this out if we need to. But Conan O'Brien, Brian Posehn. The only talk show I've been to is uh, Jay Leno actually, because I was in California with my family and we went to go see Jay Leno. And do you know who was the main guest on the show? Who's that? Dennis Franz. Franz? Franz, yes, from um, yep. MIPD Blue. Yeah, and he like mooned the, the crowd. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Let me see. Um, I don't remember who the musical guest was. Well, it wasn't 03. That I know. Oh, it's really difficult. He's been on there a lot, I think. Well, it's probably between like 2006 and 2009. Right, and it was in New York. Yeah. I'm looking. It's just difficult to... uh, Oh my God, the masturbating bear. I forget all about that. That was funny, too. No, what we haven't listened to in a while that we were doing on road trips. What was that? Conan's podcast. I know. Well, we we got to get back there. We, Conan what it O'Brien is, is, needs a friend. It's it's good. What it is is we would let a couple podcasts build up together, which I think is kind of what you have to do, which mm-hmm. I hope that's what people do with us too, if they want. And so you're going on a trip and you're like, hey, I want to go and just listen to a bunch of different things in the same order, which is pretty fun. I mean, I enjoy to do that when in, in terms of listening to my podcast. What about mm-hmm. you? How do you... Do you, do you follow the same thing? I mean, because we're, we're not... It depends. I have some I listen to weekly and then some that I build up. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I, mo- most of them I build up, but there's like a couple that I like to check in every week. Yeah. This is one of... I mean, our podcast, that's even when we're I'm, making it now, it's just one of those that you just kind of... I've delusioned myself to feel like these people are my friends, even <laughs> though I know that they... <laughs> they just kind of appear like in your ear and you're like, oh, these are these are people that I know. I, but, I got you know, to check in with my friends. That That's part of the beauty of this... Uh, this medium, though, is it's different than radio, where radio is just not evergreen. I mean, I love Howard Stern. Um, he's my favorite of any kind of radio person. But you, I feel like, sure, you can re-listen to it. You can. Especially if you're on a road trip, and they put on the whole episode, and it's great. And his format is always different. But, like, the regular people, where they're like, okay, we're going to do, like, little bits every 15 minutes, 20 minutes, but then also tell you about the news and also tell you about the weather. Like, that's very timely. I don't feel like you can go back and listen to like old bits or old things from an old radio show. Like he didn't have to do that and hasn't had to do that in a long time. So you're able to kind of just let the freeformness go. Um, and it is kind of in a, in a way like almost like a podcast. Just a heavily produced podcast because he's just allowed to talk to someone for 45 minutes. And you're like, oh, okay. So this is like the interview that he's doing. And then it's like, okay, he's going to do like a game show or a bit or something. It's like, okay, this is that 40 minute bit. So it's kind of like you're listening to a podcast before podcasts and yeah, totally. It's just funny how much he disliked podcasts. And it's like, but you kind of created it <laughs> with the idea that you're going to sit and talk to somebody for an extended period of time without like, any interruption. Yeah, like an interview style podcast, sure. Yeah, it's just that you were doing it live, which then created the tension and drama that you don't have when you're able to cut things out like a podcast. I can understand why someone who uh, works so hard to climb up that, you know, ladder in the radio sphere hates podcasts. So I get that. Like, I... Well, it, it's one of those things that it's not even that. It's There's just like, like no stakes with doing a podcast. You could just not release it. You could not release it. Edit the shit out of it. Or people could just not hear it. Yeah. Or you could just decide later to pull it. 
It's free. But the thing is, it's free. That's that's the thing. So when you're getting paid for doing something and then you're creating something and you're creating something live and there's a lot of moving parts to creating something live, I think that's what makes it so different, right? This is not, you know, even if we did an interview with somebody and things weren't working or half the mic wasn't, wasn't on or it wasn't whatever, we could always go back and then like edit it or try it again. It's not like it has to be this moment where he's got, you know, this guest in here to play this game or do this thing or answer these questions and they're on a hot seat and whatever happens happens so you are glued to the radio or you are sitting in your car an extra five minutes because you want to hear where this all goes right yeah otherwise you miss it so i guess in that sense but again he helped really create that next level of listening i think and really truly i mean it's something you should be proud of because you know you started here with the most basic level of communication Right, where you're like, I'm on the radio, and people listen to it in their houses or their cars. And then you created something that could really help elevate. Now people have the ability to listen to whatever they want, wherever they go. Right, of whatever topic, genre, anything. And they get, it opens the space for lots of other people. It's pretty cool. Preach. So. I think it's time to play this game. I think that this is going to be a short, a short episode. episode. <laughs> yeah. I think that we're... <laughs> Yeah, we're just we're just here. I really thought you were gonna have more to say about your boy Conan, but I guess there's not. He time. doesn't even start until September. That's the problem. So there's not really a lot to say because yeah. I was gonna I was trying to find his first episode, and I'm like, well, what are we gonna do? We can't even. It's not like we could watch his first episode because it didn't happen. What are we doing? What is this? We are still playing our Trivial Pursuit game. I'm yeah. up three to two. Last I checked. You are up three to two. We're playing to ten. Mm-hmm. Loser buys the legit game. Fair. Three to two. Three to two. Since I won last week, you should ask me the question first. Okay. Who lived out every little leaguer's dream when he hit a home run in the ninth inning of game six to win the 1993 World Series for the Blue Jays? Gary Carter. Joe Carter. Joe Carter. Damn it, I'm thinking of the Mets catcher. That's sad. I could see the guy in my head. What western state is home to the fictional town of South Park, which introduced the world to Cartman and Cheesy Poofs in 1997? Cheesy Poofs. Colorado. Yes. What Adobe image manipulating program launched its 1.0 version in 1990 exclusively for the Macintosh computer? Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Photoshop, the program didn't become available for Microsoft Windows until 1992. Hmm. You can get that now on a Windows computer, right? Yeah. 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 What dry, sunny state became the new home of the NHL's Winnipeg Jets in 1996, who relocated there and changed their name to the Coyotes? Warm, sunny state? Mm-hmm. Is it Arizona? It is Arizona. <gasps> Raising Arizona. Two to one. I need this that to keep the game luck. alive. That was pure luck. The first version of what full keyboard handheld device was released in 1999, allowing others to check email everywhere? Blackberry. Blackberry. Jen, for the win. What... New York City borough is home to Mona Lisa Vito, 
the expert witness, played by Marissa Tomei, in the 1992 movie, My Cousin, Vincenzo. <laughs> what borough? What borough? Name the boroughs. Talk them out. Okay. Talk this out. So, we got Manhattan. That's I'm going to say that's not it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got Queens. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say that's also not it. Mm-hmm. Then we got Brooklyn, mm-hmm. the Bronx, mm-hmm. Staten Island. Mm-hmm. How many boroughs is that? It's five. So you've, right off the gate, let's talk this through. Right off the gate, you've eliminated Manhattan. I'm eliminating Manhattan and I'm eliminating Queens. So you don't think she's the queen of Queens? I might be wrong, but I don't think so. Okay. So... Let's say I told you that so far you can still get this correct, right? They have three guesses. You could phone a friend, but I'm the only one that can answer your call. <laughs> okay. You could do a 50-50, but I've already eliminated two of the five, so I'm not going to do that for you. Or you could pull the audience, and the audience we have here is a pound puppy, a troll, the VHS version of Orgasmo, the movie. Um, the Friends cast in Lego form. Uh-huh. Uh, an autographed copy of the WWF magazine from 1994, the holiday edition? Ted Debs. <sighs> okay, so, so my first there. instinct is to say Staten Island. But then I think about it and I'm like, I could also see her being Brooklyn, right? Hmm. <laughs> what about the Bronx? I mean, that's also on the table. Tits on the table. I'm saying Brooklyn. If you went with your first instinct. Ah, shit. Staten Island. That was my first instinct. You would have been like me and also went with my first instinct, Staten Island, right off the gate. But I'm only thinking Staten Island. Shout outs. Taste Buddies podcast. <sighs> the crew of Impractical Jokers. Of course she's from Brooklyn. Oh she's my an Italian God. from Brooklyn. Yes. Right? Of yes. course she's Italian from you, Brooklyn. You, of course. You tricked me night, into thinking 90s. I got it wrong. I, the first thing I said when I read it before I even turned it over, I was like, Staten Island. I was like, oh right. no, I'm just so because so enamored with like just thinking about people in Staten Island that I just can't even... But also, we're from New York and Staten Islanders are Staten Islanders. Great people, but there's a Staten Islandishness about her. Oh, there's a... <laughs> Okay, to be fair, and I, I feel like you're not just not, you're not engaging with it all correctly. The proximity of Brooklyn and Staten Island, too. Like, they're right there. It's not... There's bridges. It's, yeah, but it's not Queens to Staten Island. Like, Queen, excuse me, Queens to Staten Island, you're going through multiple places to get there. Like, they're right there. Italian like, the from Bronx. Brooklyn, you're right. Italian um, from I'm Brooklyn. S- I'm so glad I went Early 90s. Um, guys, this was... This is a short episode. 90s mixtapes. The music a dish. And by music, I mean TV. Guys, this was the 90s <laughs> Shit. mixtapes. This was probably the shortest episode we're going to do. This is the April TV episode. We are going to be back next week with a potpourri episode where we do a slight dive into the Branch Dividends and Waco, Texas. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty interesting. A lot of stuff out now and. 2023 for us to consume which we're going to be watching about it we will then be following that up with our movie feed which what movie are we discussing well i've decided i want to do two 
Okay. One is The Crush. Mm-hmm. Which we have to watch. Which we have to watch with my girl, Alicia Silverstone. Mm-hmm. And your boy, Carrie Elways. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is Benny and June. Haven't seen that movie in probably 25 years. Okay. Uh, Johnny Depp. It is... I don't know how well it aged, but 90s story. So we will be watching those movies. What movie will I be... I will be presenting The Crush based on what I said from last week, from <laughs> last month. And hopefully our episodes might be a little bit longer than these. This is probably going to... I bet you I this mean, will end up being our shortest episode. Yeah, still a half hour. I mean, whatever. Half hour in your ear holes. We I might really, have to cut this. It's probably a lot of fat to cut. It's probably, it's probably like 29 minutes. It's quick. We appreciate everybody listening. Um, we know you're out there. We know you're downloading because we can tell. Um, like us on... Yes, please. Instagram. If you like us, please consider giving us a nice five-star reading. We'd mm-hmm. appreciate it so much. If you really, really like us, you could leave a review, and then that helps people find us, and then we can quit our day jobs and just... Um, Continue to bring this, because we know that we're big in Kenya. We do know that. <laughs> we've we've cracked the top 100 in Kenya. We know that. We're here. It's we're true. out here. It's true. We appreciate everybody coming along for the ride. We are the 90s Mixtapes. I am Pat, joined by Blossom. Hashtag (laughs) not Blossom, just wearing a romper gen. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.